the true gospel. I am Gian, the founding pastor of Victory Church, and today, Sunday, February 6th, from Odessa, Texas, our worship service number 276, the true gospel. I would like to invite you to download the bulletin. You can do it going to the website, vchurch.us. The other option is by using your phone and point the camera towards the QR code to download the bulletin of this morning. Thank you so much for your support. You are so kind and generous, especially you, dear church members. You are wonderful. Thank you so much. It is wonderful that you are all the time, every month, helping us with your contributions. And we are here doing the same thing. My family, my team, we all doing the same thing, being faithful to the Lord God because He deserves our adoration through offerings and tithes. At the same time, we want to thank Sebastian for your work with our broadcast, and thank you, Tracy, for the songs. Thank you, everybody else in our team, helping us with the music, with the slides, and all that. Thank you so much. So today, on this message, The True Gospel, I would like to start by telling you that certainly there is something that is sometimes obnoxious, is when you hear people telling something that is not biblical, and they say they are believers, they say they are Christians, that they claim that the Bible is the, the code of living, but it's not true. And uh, so that is why I want to share with you this particular scripture so clear. The Apostle Paul writing to the Corinthians in the chapter 11 of his second letter, verse 3, he says this. And we read, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I am afraid that your minds will be led away from the true and pure following of Jesus Christ. This could happen just as Eve was tricked by the snake with his clever lies. Verse 4, you seem to be quite patient with anyone who comes to you and tells you about Jesus. That is different from the Jesus we told you about. You seem very willing to accept a spirit or a message that is different from the Holy Spirit, a message that you received from us. Paul is concerned because obviously there are people that are going to visit Corinth and the other areas in Asia, in the north, I'm sorry, in the south part of Europe, connecting with uh, the Middle East. And, and Paul says, something is not right here. There is something that is not correct. Is that preaching that you are hearing, this is not the true gospel. So what is, what, what is not the true gospel? I want to share with you some ideas today because the first thing that I know and everybody knows this is that the true gospel has nothing to do with individuals that are looking for protagonism. When you are, whether it's following preachers, TV evangelists, or individuals that have, a, let's say, certain influence in social media, those individuals that 
all that they care for is for protagonism. There is no difference between that, no difference between that and local churches where the pastor only cares for himself. Prominence is exactly that. It's an issue that uh, some leaders have and some speakers that are very eloquent have that they are looking for the first place everywhere. It's a need of being the center of the attention. Prominence, the protagonism, like they are a movie star type. That is not the true gospel, definitely. Individuals that are trying to impose themselves like they are the voice of God. That's not the true gospel, my friend. Definitely is not the true gospel. What is the other thing that is not the true gospel? The second thing that is not the true gospel is control. Churches, leaders, that all that they want to do is to keep control on their people. And you know that that happens in homes. When you are talking about the necessary supervision that parents must do to their little children where they are, that's understandable. When you are talking about supervisors in the workplace demanding to their employees to present reports and giving an account of their whereabouts and the advancement of their work, that's separate. It has nothing to do with what we are talking about. What we are talking about here is leaders in churches that are so into controlling the church members. That is not the true gospel. Definitely it's not. Maybe they can say that they are doing it for the sake of the church member. Perhaps the intention is good, but controlling is not the true gospel. That's not the idea of the true gospel. The true gospel is not either judgment. And they are connected, you know. Judgment because they are not doing whatever the leader is saying. Judgment because they are doing things that the leader is not practicing. So they are being judged. Judgment and control are interconnected. And if you pay attention, you will notice that they are connected with individuals that they want to keep the preeminent, prominence, becoming the protagonist of their churches or groups. That's not right. The other thing that a true gospel is not is when everything is hypocritical, is fake, it's a facade, and people can tell. You know, it's, it's one of the things that probably bothers the most to the average person, especially here in America, when we see people that, uh, unfortunately, they are hypocritical by acting in a certain way in a church when they are with the church or when they are with their Christian friends, they are one kind of person. And when there is nobody like that around, they show their, their true colors, how they really are. It's just fake. That's not the true gospel. Individuals that uh, in, in the world, especially around those uh, fake Christians, they immediately sense that 
lack of honesty. That's not the true gospel. Something is wrong in this picture. The other thing that the true gospel is not is when you see people that are used to manipulate and lie. Always manipulating, constantly lying. How in the world that could be biblical? How in the world that could be considered the true gospel? Manipulation and lies, they are coming from hell. They are coming from the powers of darkness and evil. It's not the true gospel. Definitely it's not. The true gospel is not either about money. We already know that the blessings of the good Lord are abundant. For any believer that is faithful to the Lord and is smart enough doing his business, his work the right way, being smart in the money management, and of course, being faithful to the Lord, doing what is right, individuals like that are going to prosper because the, the good Lord is going to bless individuals that follow the principles of the scripture. But the true gospel is not about money. Certainly the Lord is going to bless people financially. Certainly if you are faithful, if you do what is right and you, you have a good job, if you are wise enough to get along with supervisors and you, know, you keep updated with your certifications, with your knowledge, and you do what is right, naturally you are going to be blessed financially. But the true gospel is not about money. The true gospel is not about how much money you make, because that is what they say. The purpose is to become wealthy because you are a believer. You have to be wealthy. That's not the true gospel. The true gospel is not either about the flesh. It's not that because you are with the Lord, you are going to find pleasure in your flesh about everything. It's like just uh, having this unsatiable desire of pleasing yourself. The true gospel is not about that. It's not about ego. It's not about looking good. It's not about making a good impression on people. All those things are in the flesh. The good Lord is not interested in that kind of gospel. That's not the true gospel, my friend. It is not. So if you wonder then, well, if all those things are not the true gospel, what is the true gospel? I really want to know. Well, let me tell you, the scripture explains that very clearly. Paul, initially in this second letter to the Corinthians in the chapter 3, verse 3, says this. You show that you are a letter from our Lord Jesus Christ that he sent through us. This letter is not written with ink, but with the spirit of the living God. It is not written on stone tablets, but on human hearts. It is about a true gospel that is going to flow from inside out. The true gospel, my friend, has certain characteristics, and I want to share with you today some of those. The first thing is a true believer, someone that is living the true gospel, is someone that develops the 
the right biblical Christian character and displays that 24-7 because it becomes a lifestyle. It's not just to when it's convenient. The true gospel, it is something real. It's a total transformation that moves you to become a person that is honest, that is sincere. And regardless where you are or who is around you, it doesn't matter what day of the week it is. Simply, you have a lifestyle. It's who you really are. The true gospel makes a transformation in you that makes you a person that actually is an example. It's like the light of a lamp on top of the table, like the Lord Jesus said. The true gospel is a lifestyle 24-7, just to begin with. The true gospel is when you start to live from your heart. The true gospel is, is about a lifestyle 24-7 when you are paying attention to what's going on in your heart. You know, the, the Holy Spirit comes to you, my friend, first of all, with a soft touch, trying to convince you that you need Him, that you need God. The Holy Spirit comes gently and starts to show you that you need to change. So eventually you say, I need to change. And then eventually the Holy Spirit will show you that you are a sinner. You realize that. It's, it's the first thing the Holy Spirit will do in you. So then you realize you need a Savior. You need someone to save you. Well, the Holy Spirit will show you, I told you, will show you that you need God, that you are a sinner, that you need a Savior, and that Savior is Jesus. The true gospel has to do with that because the Holy Spirit will move in your heart. But when your heart is hard, when your heart is cold, when you are filled with resentment and bitterness and you become ugly and you are tense, stressed out, upset, frustrated, bitter, there is no softness in your heart. The true gospel is about your heart being soft for the Lord allowing the Holy Spirit to dwell there in a pleasant atmosphere. Because the true gospel is about living from your heart. In other words, it's living from the Holy Spirit, the life that the Holy Spirit can give you. That is why I told you it's a 24-7 lifestyle, because it happens from inside out. Beautiful, right? What else? Well, the true gospel, it's about heaven and eternity. The true gospel will move you to start changing your priorities. Suddenly you are not focused too much into the stuff of this world. Certainly you have responsibilities. You need to take care of things. You have to raise your children. You have to take care of parents, sometimes grandparents. 
Certainly you have to work and take care of all your stuff because the Lord is blessing you. You have things that you need to do with your stuff. But all those things, to a certain degree, become less and less important, especially the material things. And you start to focus more and more on heaven and eternity. When you start to focus more on heaven, you start to think more and more about the Lord. And you think, how can you please Him more every day? You see? You, your heart is softened. It's a lifestyle 24-7. Because you are focusing on the Lord, on heaven, and eternity. And by you being focused on heaven and eternity, you care more and more about everyone that is lost in the world without hope. Those that are fighting against God. Those that are in the world lost and confused. Those that obviously need their forgiveness of their sins by Jesus like you received it. The true gospel is exactly that. Is that it's going, you are going to be transformed to a, to a person that cares for the lost souls. You really care. You see, it's not about just making an influence and making a good impact in the community, which of course is a good thing to do, but it's beyond that. It's about saving souls. That's the true gospel. The true gospel, of course, it has to do with the concept of planting seeds. It's not just about doing a little thing here, get the result, and then we say, great. Because the truth is that people don't change right away. You didn't. Neither did I. If I could share with you how long it took to the Lord to really transform me, to, to get my attention, to, to show me that I, that I need to go in a different direction. But, but I don't need to because I know you live this, the same experience, right? It took you a while and still, today, you are still with this idea of, um, do I really want to be in the true gospel or not? Why am I not there yet? Why am I struggling? Well, because all of us need a period of time to process things and live things. In, while you are going through whatever you go through in life, there are seeds that are being planted by other people, by believers, that give you indications about that you can get close to the Lord. And you know what? You do. And slowly, you get closer and closer to God. And they are planting seeds on you. And it's still today. You don't know many things about the Bible. You don't know everything about the kingdom of God. So you go and listen to preachers and teachers. Sometimes a song could be an eye-opener for you. One friend tells you one day something, and it was a seed. So you are the result of all those seeds that were planted by other people. 
You are the result of many speeches that you have heard your life. To begin with, when you were a little kid, your grandparents, perhaps, or maybe your parents, or perhaps a neighbor or somebody that one day took you to church. Somebody that you met started to plant seeds in your heart. So now you are a believer. You are a grown-up. Now is your turn to start planting seeds. The true gospel is all about that. You never stop planting seeds. Seeds of kindness, seeds of generosity, seeds of love, seeds of hope, and of course, the most important seed, the Word of God. Sharing with people passages of the Scripture, the concepts of the Bible. Sometimes you, you are planting a seed in somebody else just by saying, I was listening to this preacher, you know? And they are like, really? <laughs> and for those who are churchgoers, and remember that we are open every Sunday to receive new people, or if you are one of our church members that is not coming recently, come back. Come back with your mask if you like. Come back. Sometimes the persistent going to church by some people, it's a seed planted in the mind and in the heart of many individuals that perhaps in 20 years is going to bring a harvest. Maybe you are the one planting the seed by being a believer, not knowing that your grandchildren one day will come to the Lord, to the knowledge of the Lord, because you planted the right seeds on them. What else is the true gospel, my friend? Well, of course, the fabulous combination that we have in our relationships with people. You know, the true gospel is about, number one, forgiving everybody. And with that, you start hoping for something to happen in, with that individual. And then you start to believe that the change will come true. Where? Well, especially in your home. The true gospel is about that. The true gospel in a home, listen carefully, please. The true gospel in your home is that you care for everybody else in that house. You are not going just to give up. That's not the true gospel. The true gospel is about forgiving. One day Peter said to the Lord, Lord, how many times do I have to forgive? Seven times? <laughs> the Lord said, no, a little bit more than that, Peter. And, uh, you know, the Lord, as good mathematician, wanted to give him a, a little lesson to Peter. He said, seven, 70 times seven. <laughs> it's a lot. What the Lord was trying to tell Peter and is telling us today is that no matter what happens in your home, you must forgive. You live with somebody or several somebodies, you have to learn to be a forgiving person and let it go and move forward and start to hope for better results in your home. The true gospel is not about forgetting them and say, well, they can go to hell, I don't care. No. 
The true gospel is you forgive and then you hope. You continue planting seeds. You remember what I told you earlier? It's a 24-7 lifestyle from your heart, right? So you can forgive, you let it go, you start to hope, and then you start to believe that that person will change. That is the true gospel. The true gospel is not just saying, you know, this person is not going to change ever. Because the Lord doesn't do that to you. The good Lord has been extremely patient with you until today. So you are the result of all that patience in the name of the Lord. Now, I take the opportunity to give uh, you an, a little invitation for our following worship service 277 here in Victory Church, February 13. We are going to talk about the true love. Now that the romantic date is going to start being advertised everywhere and we see people selling flowers and all kind of romantic stuff, dinners and whatnot, I'm going to take advantage of that date to tell you what is the true love in marriage. And it's going to be beautiful for all couples. Couples in the area, Victory Church, Odessa, come and join us. You're going to enjoy that message about marriage, the true love here in Victory Church. But let's continue talking about what is the true gospel. Do you want to? You know, the, the true gospel has to do a lot with knowledge. And what is one important piece of knowledge that you must have? Is knowing your past. Knowing your past. That is why when you don't know about the origin of humankind, or you just have an idea, going through the readings of the Bible, the book of Genesis that explains the creation, creation of heaven and earth, the solar system, the planets, all the kingdoms, the mineral kingdom, the animal kingdom, humankind, and of course, going through the story of Adam and Eve, etc. That will help you to understand many things. You have to get to know your past. You need to know the past of your own country. What happened to us here in America? How is it that a group of people from Europe came here to start this country? Why? Knowing our past related with Israel. And of course, knowing our past with our own family your parents, your grandparents, your ancestors. All that is important. The true gospel is, is about that. You know, the book of Matthew, for example, Luke, they start by describing the lineage of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's important that you get to know your past. And why is that important? Because when you get to know your past, you will understand, understand your present much better you will understand your present in a way that you will be content. Your present is going to make sense when you start to understand the principles of the Bible, the principles that have to do with relationships. The true gospel has to do a lot with understanding our relationship with God, our relationship with one another. Relationships is important. 
the true gospel had to do exactly with that. Understanding the principles of relationships, the principles about money management, the principles about health, the principles about government. When we know our past, we will eventually understand our present. And why is that important? Because the true gospel is about the future. What is going to happen in the future? Is this planet the end of it? What is going to happen one day? What is going to happen to you one day when your heart stops beating? Do you know what is going to happen to you the day that you die? The day when you are going to transition, actually, because it's not a real death. It's a transition. The true gospel is about that. It's, it's about aiming toward the future, your future. your future. Your future in heaven, of course, but also your future here on earth. By understanding what the Bible says, what are the principles, again, that the Lord Jesus taught us? The true gospel shows us many things that had to do precisely with our future. And what is even better? The true gospel shows us what is the future after there in heaven in the new Jerusalem, in the new earth, what is going to happen and how wonderful things we will experience in the presence of the Lord God. You see, the true gospel is not about just what we live here on earth. It's about the future there. The true gospel, my friend, it's about paying attention. The true gospel, it's about that too. It's about being conscientious about every resource we have. It's about you being conscientious about the time that you have available every day to do what is right. It's about the money you possess to do right things with that money. It's about the opportunities you have to, to have peace and reconciliation with your family members. It's about paying attention to your own health. It's about paying attention to the family members in your home and in other places that they need you. It's about paying attention to the needs of the church. It's about paying attention to what's going on in our homes. It's a, the true gospel is about just paying attention to everything. It's about being alert, being awake, understanding what we need to do, paying attention to the voice of the Holy Spirit, paying attention to specific instructions the Lord will give you, paying attention to every single detail in your life. The true gospel is about that. The true gospel, my friend, is about the next generations. If uh, I didn't have mentors 
examples, influencers, people that came before me to this planet to do the things that they did, I would not be the person that I am. I owe who I am to the good Lord. I am who I am because of the grace of God. But at the same time, I am the result of people from previous generations that they decided to go into missionary trips, to starting churches, to send pastors and Bible teachers, evangelists, to translate Bibles, to make tracts, to start playing songs, simple songs, if you like, going to places to preach the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. I, I, don't, I don't even want to think what could be my life today without the presence of those individuals in my past. I am absolutely grateful to the Lord God for those individuals that did what they did thinking of the next generations. Therefore, we need to be conscientious about the importance of the next generations by doing what we need to do, continue loving them, continue working with the Bible, Bible messages, Bible lessons, and every opportunity we have to reach out the world just to let them know that there is hope in the name of Jesus. Why do we do what we do here in Victory Church? Why is that we go through so much every single day? Because we work every single day in Victory Church. Why is it? What is the reason? Why are we here doing what we do? Thinking of the next generation. Because some, whenever we are gone, are going to be the ones that will take over. And they will say, we will continue this mission to reach out the world, to continue proclaiming the message of salvation in the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the reason why we are here. What is the true gospel, my friend? It's about living in the truth, not being delusional. It's about living in the truth. It's resisting to lie, not being part of the lie at all. On the contrary, is by living in the truth every day. By being in the truth, mind and heart. By truthfully doing what we need to do. And finally, my friend, the true gospel is about walking by faith in Jesus. Which is the most important thing that you have to do every day. The true gospel is not a path where you go sitting on a beautiful vehicle on air conditioning or heating without problems to go drive through and pick up your food. The true gospel is not that kind of lifestyle because life is not like that. The true gospel is that while you are going, while you are going through whatever you are going through, 
you need to continue walking by faith in Jesus. You cannot just stop and quit moving forward. No. No matter what happens, you are going to continue moving forward. You need to continue walking. And you will continue walking, but by faith in Jesus. Sometimes you might not feel the need to continue walking. And you probably say, you know, I, I understand all this. I have done many of these things, but I got burned. I got burned because so many people were doing so many bad things in the church. Pastors, leaders, bad examples everywhere. I'm done with this thing. Well, the true gospel is continue walking by faith in Jesus. You don't quit. The true gospel is not about quitting. The true gospel is about sticking on the plan of salvation, redemption, sanctification, and devotion to God. Walking by faith in Jesus. That's the true gospel, my friend. And perhaps that is the reason why we need to start with the first step. And what is that? It's by acknowledging that we are sinners. The true gospel, it's about knowing and understanding that there is only one Savior, Jesus Christ, the Lord. He is the only one that gave his life for you. There is no other. There have been many, many good leaders in the world, people that promoted peace, reconciliation. They have great ideas and good principles, great ideas. Perhaps they share wonderful teachings about many things. But there is only one, my friend, that died for you, gave all his blood for you. There is only one in the whole history of humankind, past, present, and future. Never again is going to be anybody like the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the perfect Lamb of God. In his perfect life, as a perfect that he was as a human, also being the Son of God, he died to redeem you. He died to rescue you. And today, he's saying to you, open your heart. The Lord Jesus Christ is today knocking at the door of your heart. And he says, I want you to live the true gospel. Forget about everything else that you have heard in the past. Forget about the bad examples. Forget about even your hurts. Forget about the pain in your life. Forget about all those things. I need you to move forward and start walking with me. The Lord Jesus is knocking at the door and says, would you let me come in? Because I want to live with you. I want us to have a good life, the two of us. Being one, becoming one. Will you open your heart today to the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit? Maybe today is the day for you to make that first step, but perhaps is the day for others 
that they were walking away confused, following wrong leaders that infected your mind and led you in the wrong way. You need to forgive those people. You need to forgive yourself as well and reconcile with the good Lord and start all over again, my friend. Regardless of what your situation is, I ask you today, just say with me these words to make peace with the good Lord. Say with me, dear God, I am so sorry. I know that I have sinned. Please forgive me. I need your forgiveness. I need your love. Come and rescue me. I acknowledge that Jesus, your son, paid the price for my salvation. Today, I open my heart so your Holy Spirit can come and dwell in me forever. Thank you for washing away all my sins. I am forgiven by faith in Jesus. I'm new. And I will start all over again, walking today by faith in Jesus. Amen. My friend, thank you so much for being here with us in Victory Church. And I hope that you will be willing to share this message perhaps with somebody. It's the service 276 from Victory Church, the true gospel here February 6th, 2022 from Odessa, Texas. I say hello. Thank you. Have a wonderful evening from my family. We all say to you, have a beautiful rest of your day. Hey, 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 hey. That's all. That's all. That's all, folks. <laughs> Time to go home. <laughs> Ciao.